Yellow, everybody. This is Spottom Nerd. If you don't know already, I don't know, maybe you just jumped onto some random podcast and you're like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? So yeah, there is a few things I want to talk about today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this. And we're going to go, we're going to talk about these subjects probably more as well in the future but I wanted to talk a little bit on the political side of things I want to talk about the relationship stuff and then of course some of the shows I've been watching so might be something that you don't agree to or you don't like or whatever it might be But as I've always said, I would ask that you keep an open mind. Remember, this is nothing but a complete stranger's opinion. Or if you do know me, and if you didn't know this already, then clearly you haven't been trying enough to get to know me or something. So anyway, let's get down to brass tacks. Lately, as I've mentioned prior... I, my guilty pleasure to television right now is the show on Netflix, Love is Blind, and it's, I am fully aware, fully aware that this show is hot sewage, it's garbage, it's reality bullshit, it's designed to be basically drama-induced, it's designed to be charismatic, but... It's also designed to try to portray the pretendingness, the imagination, I guess, of the fact that is love blind? Can you actually meet somebody, talk to them, get to know them without even seeing them? And could you fall in love and could you ask them to be your husband or wife, in a matter of 10 days. So, the reason I want to talk about it is because whenever I watch these shows, it gets me thinking about my past relationships. Now, I am fully aware of what my faults are. I am fully aware I am not the easiest to... uh, I don't know what the right word is. I'm not exactly exciting. (laughs) Let's say that. I'm not the hiker. I'm not the let's go crazy type. I'm not the clubber. I mean, if anything, I'm too old for that shit. What I am, though, is I am the person that's going to love you with every ounce of my being. And kind of dipping a little bit into the politics side, because another person I follow, uh, Steven Crowder, if you're not watching his show in the mornings, Louder with Crowder, it's it's unbelievable. It's very much comedy slash mixed with politics, but they recently did, of course, some skits on, you know, relationships today and how, frankly, men are not wanting to get married. Uh, you know, men do not want to date anymore. Men do not want to basically be involved with females. And I, I 
kind of agree. I'm not going to lie. I really do. You know, it's one of those things. I will, you know, let's be very, let me be very clear. I am not saying that women suck and women are terrible and it's all the women's fault. Clearly men are douchebags and can be idiots and assholes and blah, blah, blah. So there's, you know, there's two sides to every story. But what I am saying is, is that the, you know, I guess the, the cliche, the older I do get, the more I'm kind of understanding it, you know, and it, it isn't, it isn't a secret. You can look this data up, this information up. You can look it up through state websites. You can look it up through government websites. The matter of fact is, is marriages has declined drastically. Divorces are exponential now. It's not even half and half anymore. It literally is more people now are getting divorced than ever. And what does that lead to for the future? And that's, again, tying back a little bit to the show Love is Blind, because, you know, the show is showing you Yes, you can fall in love with somebody you've never met. But then the real world kicks in. So quick, quick little cliff notes. The show starts off these people and they, they basically date each other for 10 days without seeing each other. They fall in love. They ask him to get married. They say yes. And then they go on this paradise trip for about a week or so, like on some tropical island. And then they get to the real world. And that's when the best part of this show kicks in is because it shows the real true colors of human beings and attraction and qualities of life, what qualities that other person, if anything, what their true colors were all about. So they may have fallen in love with said person, but they are clearly are falling out of love with this person the moment the real world hits. And that's why I want to talk about it. Because, again, I am not pointing fingers at any... I'm going to talk in my own life. I can't speak to your relationships or the world's relationships or whatever. I can only go off of what I'm seeing and what I'm reading. But it just gets me to think about my past relationships and if there even ever will be a future one because frankly right now I say this optimistically but I'm okay without it you know it's one of those things of sure there's the the cliche that I need to work on myself which I am there's the cliche that you know you have to put effort into it and blah 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 but at the end of the day, and I, I again, I don't want to make this sound like a negative tone. I just don't want to. I think that's the thing is, you know, you get to a certain point in your life where you've had experiences with partners and some serious, some not, some friends, and then friends go to relationships and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm kind of okay without it. You know, I don't. It's not that I don't necessarily want somebody. It's, I know this might sound really egotistical. I don't need anybody. You know, I've mentioned that in, I think it was episode 100 here. I, I'm done giving up. I'm, I'm done giving myself to somebody or to the world because it's, it's 99.9% .9 
me, giving myself to them or to the world. And it's it's just been the biggest, as I've mentioned before, it's been the biggest breath of fresh air. I honestly, in the most optimistic, positive way, coming to the realization that I'm actually okay by myself, it's remarkable. It's incredible. And I say this not to be an asshole. I kind of encourage my fellow people that give that kind of love and support to the world to to take a step back, to stop giving what you do uh, and start doing you. You know, it's one of those things of not only is it exhausting giving yourself to the world or to a partner, but I mean, I look back now and I, again, I look at my past relationships and I'm not saying they were bad people. Of course, they've, I've had some amazing relationships with amazing people, but would I go back and do it again? Probably not. You know, sure. Have I obviously dated people before, you know, broken up and then maybe gotten to, back together? Sure. Obviously. But it's, it's just, I think it's something now later in life, I'm okay without it. I guess is again my broken recordness of watching Love is Blind. It's just I just laugh so hard because of the realism, you know, once they start figuring out how much debt they have or the kind of life they live in terms of their messiness or their cleanliness, um, whatever it might be, or if they're still partying and things like that. But um yeah. It's just if you haven't watched it and you're looking just for trashy TV, it is something that's pretty, pretty fun to watch. But, you know, what the future will hold, I from even for myself, I don't know. I don't know to go down a little bit on a negative path, but I think it's more on a realistic path. The idea of marriage in the world today, in my view, simply doesn't exist anymore. You know, I've always said that if there was a time period I could live in, I would I would have loved to live during the 1940s and 1950s. You know, that's when marriage was solid. That's when you stayed with your partner through thick and thin. You know, it was marriage was valued. It was you you chose one person and you chose that person for life. It did not matter what life through your way you definitely you just you held to the idea of love and blunt just to be blunt i don't think that exists today i really don't sure there are people that are married and there are people that are happily married but i also know that there are people that are married that are miserable that are absolutely gutted in terms of why the hell did i ever do this so it's something I never want to experience. You know, I'm somebody who, if I choose you, I'm going the whole way. I am not going to dawdle. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to half-ass with everything else in my life, all my ailments, my mental health, my physical health. Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to, I'm going to put all that aside and give you everything. Now, obviously, Again, like I've mentioned, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. But one thing I will definitely pat myself on the back or I will definitely always vouch is if I choose to be with you, I promise you're getting everything that I can possibly give. So, 
And that's, I mean, again, that can fall into the friends category, the family category. So, you know, my final piece on that thought and for this podcast is, you know, when I said recently about I'm done doing that is because I really am, you know, it's, it's one of those, as mentioned rock, you know, again, the, the repetitive, I know I'm, I keep bleh, words. I know I keep repeating myself, but this last year has definitely opened my eyes to, I am just so done with it. I am so done giving myself to people, to friends, to family, to relationships that don't give me remotely half of what I can provide to them. Um, yeah, and I will play the it's not fair card. You know, it's not fair to me. It's it's not fair to what I am and who I am and what I do and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, family and friends included, it's I'm perfectly okay being on my own. You know, sure, I have crippling anxiety and mental depression and all the above, but, you know, I, I've, I've been doing so good so far on my own. I don't really need anybody, although it would be nice once in a blue moon. If anything, I have a cat, my mom's cat, which is keeps me company. So at least that little fucker gets excited when I get home because that cut, that little cat wants nothing more than just to be pet. And he says hi to me and he's like, hey, how was your day? It's really, I mean, honestly, let's be very blunt and frank. How hard is it to just simply ask, how are you? How was your day? And actually mean it. Not just, you know, not just say it, but just, hey, how are you? What can I do for you? Hey, just FYI, I love you. You know, it's not rocket science. So if you are in a relationship and you have been in that relationship for a while and you love your partner more than anything on the planet, dear God, don't ever lose it. Holy shit. I think that's the other thing too, which I'll go way more detail later on. But I, maybe I have again, hit that age, maybe where I'm just quote unquote too old. I don't even know what the fuck you people do anymore when it comes to the dating world. Jesus. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to compliment anybody anymore. You're not allowed to say hi to anybody anymore. Uh, you literally meet people through swiping. You have no ability to communicate with each other. You have zero critical thinking skills. The cliche joke is if you're over 35, both men and women, odds are you're going to be a single parent or a foster parent or something, you know, because everybody's had kids and they've divorced or split up and so on and so forth. But I don't mean, and I want to make sure I don't mean that derogatorily, but just, yeah, I would not even dare touch the world of dating today. It would just, hell no. I am just going to wait for those Japanese to build those robots and we can just software update them later down the road, depending on whatever your flavor might be. Boys, girls, everything in between, trust me, they'll make a robot for it and we'll be just fine. Don't worry. A lot of movies, though they're apocalyptic movies, have turned out just fine. Said no one ever. So, yeah. Anyway. If I've made any sense to you in that respect, 
great. If not, just hopefully maybe he's got a good laugh out of it or something. So moving on to, I don't know if this would more be necessarily a politics, but I guess, yeah, no, no, it is politics because I want to talk a little bit about the whole Kanye thing, uh, but also the midterms coming up here in a couple of weeks. It's, I don't, I'm going to be one of those people that I don't know the big deal behind the whole Kanye thing. All I know is a lot of companies are dropping him for what he said on a Twitter thingy-ba-bob. Have I read him? Yeah. Have I looked into it? Yeah. But I guess the best thing I would say is if you actually do want to learn a little bit more in terms of kind of more on the specific side is Candace Owens is another person I follow. She does a daily podcast. She can explain it far better than I can about Kanye. And it is amazing, you know, listening to people like Candace and to other supporters of his Kanye's. I understand why people are upset for what he said, but I also am flabbergasted especially in today's world of social justice of how bad we are silencing black voices you are quote-unquote trying to cancel him i mean first off i think i've mentioned this you can't cancel kanye the dude is literally worth no joke he's he is genuinely worth two billion dollars with all of his endorsements his music adidas blah 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 you cannot cancel that. You know, whenever, you know, you hear in the media or the politics about, you know, um, again, I got to, you know, you got to be careful with the wording here. But the bottom line is, is you look at Candace Owens, you look at Kanye West. These are two African-American people that are incredible individuals, incredible role models, incredible idols that every color, size, culture looks up to, including myself. These people are amazing. And what they are speaking to you is truth, which is kind of what's going to lead me into the midterm aspect. This is huge. If, if you're not understanding just how huge these midterms are coming up, you need to seriously start evaluating what it means and really start researching what is happening around you. I will go into this far more in another podcast, but if you are remotely believing anything the news is telling you right now, I would genuinely question your ability to, to see what's really going on, whether it's the inflation, whether it's, you know, rising gas prices or the war over with Ukraine and Russia, um, even just recently, the UK prime minister just, you know, she lasted six weeks and she bowed out. If, if you can't look behind the mirror, then I kind of just, I don't really want anything to do with you, I guess, if that makes sense. And yeah, that sounds mean and horrible. But what it means to me is, is you are genuinely blind to what is going on. You know, you had 
let's, I mean, you look at the last 20 years. You had Bush, you had Obama, you had three, four years of Trump, and then now you have two years of back to the same old, same old. We now officially have data to show just what government does. And again, I am, I want to make sure I'm very clear. I was a Trump supporter, and I do lean a little bit more, of course, towards the right. But when you don't have a politician like Trump, things are actually better. Your 401ks are higher. The, more you, the money you make annually is higher. Your taxes are lowered. And then when you go back to the same old politician who's been there for five decades... You go right back into the shit where gas prices are double, triple what they normally would be. Food prices are higher. Inflation rates are higher. So all those people, remember those, I mean, there were all the debates about how minimum wage needs to be $15. Minimum wage needs to be higher, blah, 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 blah. Do you realize now that those even making $15 to $20 is the equivalent of making $7? Because that is what economics is is that when you raise costs, everybody else has to raise their costs to accommodate the raising or rising of costs. You don't have to be an economics major to understand this. And it's the same thing when it comes to printing money. Oh, well, here's a problem. Let's just print more money. It devalues that. It's no different than a vehicle. If you have a 100 vehicles... And it's one car, like let's say, for example, a Bugatti. A Bugatti is a type of car, if you don't know, they're like $2 million. They only make like a 1,000 of these cars at a time. That is why they're so valuable, is because there's only 2,000 of them. But when you print trillions of dollars, American dollars, then the value of that American dollar is basically no more than the toilet paper you wipe your ass with. So again... That, that equates to literally what we're experiencing now. And I can promise you the majority are not living comfortably. Look at housing. My God, can you even find a home, a one-bedroom or two-bedroom for less than $2,000 near a major city? And it doesn't even matter, major, blue, red, whatever it is. I guarantee you, you can't. So... Going into these midterms, you seriously, and I hope everybody, I know I'm just a complete rando out there in the world, you've seriously got to realize, number one, it is all bullshit that you're being told in the news and the media. It is all bullshit you're seeing on your social media. You can probably even think that what I'm spewing is bullshit, but the bottom line is you need to seek out truth. There is a reason they shove this shit down your throat. There's a reason they cover up and they tell you to focus on this and ignore that. Look behind the curtain. It's that cliche metaphor, the Wizard of Oz. Look behind the curtain to discover the truth. And for the love of God, stop living in fear. Oh, well, if I do this, then they're going to do that. You have got to stop living in fear. I think that is the biggest piece of advice I can give to anybody nowadays. You've, I mean, I've even said it myself, and this is where I will kind of pat myself on the shoulder. 
I am not going to be, I'm not going to be quiet anymore. You know, I am going to, I'm going to put my foot to the ground. I said in a few podcasts, uh, maybe it was the last one or whatever it was about, you know, I'm going to wear clothing that has an American flag on it because I support this country. I support the freedoms and I support the laws that govern this country. I support the men and women that would do things I could never dream of if they ever had to go into war or have to go deployed a deployment overseas. I respect these individuals and I respect this country and the rule of law and the amendments and everything in between basically that embodies the constitution. We are a free country. Though you might, again, we can go down a path later on of, are we really free? Question mark. The bottom line is, just for me to actually have this podcast alone is far better than many countries out there. You know, a lot of these other countries, you can't speak out. Otherwise, you will be jailed. I mean, in the UK right now, if you say something offensive, you know, you there are chances you could go to jail for a Twitter feed thingy, whatever you want to call it. I mean, think about that. Just for something that you post, you could go to jail of over. I won't even go down that path right now, but you look at the COVID stuff, the information that we have now. For two years, two years, we were hounded and pressured, stigmatized, discriminated, hated anybody that decided not to get the vaccine. And what do we find out today? That yes, sure, if you want to get it, go for it. But at the same time, it's not going to really do much other than getting a flu vaccine. Now, again, that's just my opinion. I'm not a scientist, blah, blah, blah. But what I have read, and yes, I am a firm believer, you do you, I'll do me. But what I am saying is for the last two years, these governing bodies shut this world down and made trillions of dollars while the rest of us suffered. We suffered persecution, discrimination, hatred. We suffered job losses. We suffered mental disorders. We suffered so much. And I, it's almost, I guess, to, to kind of, I guess this would be a good way to finish up this podcast. It was almost a good thing that this all happened. Because I think now, and this again, just my thought, I really do believe the world has finally started to wake up to the amount of bullshit that we see. You know, it. the media is a, it is an evil, evil power. And it is a very strong evil power. But I think deep down, it has nothing compared to the power of the people, the power of individual thought. And uh, that's what I hope will happen going into the midterms and going into the future is that people are going to start pushing back and they're going to start speaking more truth. I mean, my God, Elon Musk alone, when he's going to, what he's going to do with Twitter, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what happens with this because these fact checkers and all this other bullshit, which is complete and absolute bullshit. Free speech is finally going to be at the top of the list. I'm not condoning all free speech. Condoning, that's a bad word. I'm not saying all free speech is good. Trust me, I know there's some assholes out there. But what I am saying is, just because you believe something 
and I believe something different doesn't mean we're both wrong. It just means we both have a different opinion. You have an asshole. I have an asshole. Shit comes out of it. Guess what? At the end of the day, as long as you keep it clean and you keep it respectful, we're all going to be just fine and dandy. If you get the metaphor, hopefully you do, you'll understand where I'm going from. All right. I've spewed enough rambled blah, blah, blah. I get passionate behind a lot of these topics, especially in today's world. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's optimistic. It's negative. It's pessimism. It's real. It's also very lonely. I can, I think that's going back to the beginning of this podcast of just telling you about it. I'm actually getting more, I don't know what the right word is. I guess more comfortable being alone is because I always, I always have been. And I think that was the realization I've had this last year is, you know, do I have friends and acquaintances? Sure. Do I have family? Sure. Have I had relationships, girlfriends? Sure. But I kind of look back at it now and I realize I, I was, I was alone. I was completely alone. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ever have to do that again. You know, I don't want to have to go that far down a rabbit hole and be so desperate for somebody to just see me to be alive, I guess. I feel more alive being on my own than ever before. So that's not saying I'm perfectly fine. Let's be very uh, real with that. You know, I'm definitely, I've got my issues mentally, physically, etc. But I'm hoping, I'm praying and hoping that things get better. Because enough is enough. And I am done, done with the bullshit. Uh, I've had enough shit thrown at me, metaphorically and physically, when I used to work at the zoo. Uh, it's it's time to, to wash it off. And it's it's the best feeling on the planet. So hopefully maybe you get to experience something like that, whatever it may be in your own life. I I hope something good happens to you. You know, you win a $5 tab playing the lottery or a scratcher, or you buy a new car that you've always wanted. You just bought a new, whatever you, what it is, bought a new home or something. You, you found, you actually maybe have found the love of your life and you just know deep down it's going to last for the next 60 years until death do you part. So keep it up. We need more of that. We need more positive. I know I am far beyond positive, but if we all do it together, who knows? Maybe we can actually find some positive. Crazy, right? If we all came together and just smiled, asked each other how we are, see how you're doing, Instead of putting each other down and dividing, because that's what they want. Just a heads up, if you haven't figured it out yet, keeping us divided is exactly what they want. And the more divided we are, the more that they win. So I figured, let's cut the bullshit. All right, people. Thank you so much if you've gotten this far for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you'd be ever so kind, go ahead and follow me subscribe, comment. I would love to hear your thoughts about anything I've talked about. Um, 
could be we can chat about anything you want we could talk about your bowel movements whether you like the new star wars and or the series that came out blah 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 it'll be fun it'll be a good time so i super appreciate those for listening i super appreciate everybody for following and i hope you have a fantastic day week remainder of the year and we'll talk to you guys later bye